okay, they're 13 and 16. And as of this recording, the six uh, I'll make four, I'll make it I will make a gentleman's bet with you that they will not be a top eight seed. Okay. If they make the plan as the 10th seed, great for them. I will make a gentleman's bet with you that they are not a top eight seed. Which means that any other year besides last year, they would not have made the playoffs. All right. So if they make the playoffs, which I'll make you do, uh, you got to spend a good two minutes, solid two minutes, completely praising the Knicks. Sure. That, okay. I'm going to say bing bong for two minutes. We'll be good. I'm ill. I'm ill. Welcome back, ladies and gentlemen. It's another great day to discuss other people's excellence. I am the unforgettable one himself, Mr. Brett Carroll. Charles is always daydreaming, and we're two guys to get paid by Prokhorov to give you next propaganda. This is an interesting pod because... Uh, there's a lot of net stuff we need to talk about, but I feel like we should start talking with somebody who's not a member of the Brooklyn Nets, former teammate of Brooklyn Nets, Kevin Durant, one Steph Curry. We want to. That's how you introduce him, former teammate of current Nets star Kevin Durant. Yes, that's exactly how I'm going to introduce him. The disrespect, yo. That's exactly how I'm going to introduce him. And I hope Devon watches this. Uh, he's the biggest Steph Curry fan. I hope he watches this pod. Steph Curry, former teammate of. Uh, Brooklyn is, and, and, and current MVP, Kevin Durant. I don't care what you say. Kevin Durant's the MVP right now. Steph Curry broke the... Well, right all- now, Steph Curry's averaging 27-5. Yeah, Steph Curry and Kevin, and Kevin Durant's averaging more. So it doesn't matter. Point of the matter is, right now, the MVP is going to Kevin Durant. I don't care. But what Steph Curry did is break the all-time... What's the Warriors record? What, the, what does that got to do with anything? It's the best in the league. Okay. It has a lot to do with when we're talking about the uh, the NBA MVP, you know. You're right. And this in this in the directing like Brooklyn is 500 here, the 20 and 8. Whoa. <laughs> I'm just saying, like, you can't just say KD is the MVP. I want him to be the MVP. He's the MVP. He's the MVP. He's the MVP. We're going to get to that in a little. I'm trying to give Steph Curry his props, and you're sitting here talk, arguing about the MVP. We ain't get to that yet. Okay, point of matter is Steph Curry with the shot has shot more three-pointers and made more three-pointers than anybody in NBA history. Now, is that a huge stat because the three-point line in the three-point generation kind of started in the current uh, uh, echo of the league? Yep, but Steph Curry is a big part of that. So he still should be the three-point king right now and should get the credit he deserves for being the three-point king right now. Passing Ray Allen for all-time three-pointers made, did it at the Garden in front of Ray Allen with Reggie Miller, of all people, calling the game. I thought it was a great moment because obviously it's Steph now number one, Ray Allen number two, Reggie Miller three all-time and three-pointers made. Uh, you know, it was a great moment, and uh, congratulations to him, man. Real, real, real talk and all seriousness because that's that's huge. We grew up, we're still old enough to remember an era where you didn't really shoot three pointers like that. So, guys like Reggie Miller and Ray Allen, you know, those were like deities in the fact of shooters because, like, oh my god, they're shooting better than anybody else. Now, everybody's shooting a bunch of threes, and I hate to say it, but by the time it's all said and done. Reggie Miller and Ray Allen are going to be way, 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 way down the bottom in terms of three-pointers made because everybody's coming into the league now shooting a ton of threes, making a ton of threes. And so it's unfair to those guys. They were the last of their era in terms of people that only shot maybe 10 threes a game. Guys now are shooting 15, 20 threes a game. There's there's, there's dudes now, that's all they do is shoot threes. So Yeah, but no one shoots like, Nobody. Steph Curry is the greatest shooter of all time. Um, There's people that are trying to throw shade at Steph Curry. Oh, he's not a top three point guard of all time. Well, number one, everybody's listing is the most subjective thing you could possibly do, but it's even more annoying when it comes to point guards, because you could just make the argument you value assists for point guards more than points. And then you completely disregard everything Steph Curry brings to the table, which is ridiculous because 
like you said, we're a little bit older. Steph Curry, I've got to see his whole career. I was out of high school when he was a rookie. Like, I've watched his whole career. I grew up hating Reggie Miller and being a Ray Allen fan. So it's not like I have some bias. Like, I, I hate Reggie Miller because he's so damn great. Like, if he was nobody, I would not bring him up randomly. It's obviously a love-hate thing, right? Like, with all that being said, Steph Curry is already top 10 all time. Like, we, we can we can do a little, oh, well, you know, what? top 10. Top 10 what? Top 10. All, like, players? Yeah. Of all any, time. Any era. If he, like... So, so when we do the any era thing, right, we, we're, we're accepting that they're bringing, they're at their prime and they're bringing whatever they bring to the table talent-wise, right? Mm-hmm. Whenever we talk about if we throw Shaq back in the 50s or we bring Bill Russell to now, we bring their whole talent, right? In any era, Steph can score. Like, you're, they're, they're fouling them out by the three. If we put it, were we really going back to the, to the, uh, the time before the three-pointer? Like, we're going to just do that to discredit what he is? Because he no. averaged over fifty percent shooting from three for a season. No, he, he, no, he he's. You have to put him in at least a three point era because that's not fair. Yeah. I, so so, so I what I'm saying, like, I, as far as we talk about talents, Steph Curry is an all time talent. Like, there's no there's nobody else that is Steph all time talent. Yeah, top ten. I, I think that's a stretch. I think. That's but it's all said and done. Yeah, I think that's a huge. I don't talent. know, man. I don't. Top ten. Hey, because uh, hold on. There's people that put Allen Iverson top five. Like, like we're not. And I'm not. Well, those those people need to sip on a juice box somewhere. That's, there's that's, people right now that that like like as we talk about this, where where Steph Curry is in the greatness of greatness. There's people that will argue that John Stockton is a better point guard than Steph Curry. Congratulations. I don't care. Steph Curry. Wait, well, hold on. Are you saying top ten point guard of all time? Or top ten player. That's two different things. Well, I've been I've been corrupted by one of my friends who's taught me not to include centers in their top ten. So I'm not including centers when I say that. Scurbs, I'm calling. Why would, why would you not include centers? I don't know. That doesn't make sense. They're, they're a position on the floor. Yeah, but like I don't know. Like that's how I've been trained in this argument, just to point out my own bias right now. So you have no shack. No, Shaq's in my personal top, but I said top 10 just now. Uh, I didn't mean uh, big men in it. So to clarify, I'm I'm saying, but I'm saying you said no center. So no Shaq, no Kareem, no. When I say top 10, yeah. There's no Kareem or or Shaq. In my personal top 10, Shaq's in there. Shaq is in the top 10 all time. Uh, You really just want me to name my top 10? Is that what you want to do? No, I'm no. You just said there's no centers. I'm like, how could you? No, because because I'm sorry. They go off and on a little bit of a tangent. Just uh, so many basketball conversations I've had with so many different people. When we do the top five stuff, centers are in their own bracket, and then it's everybody else. Because like Bill Russell, Will Chamberlain, Kareem, and Shaq could be somebody's top four. Yeah, and Bill Russell, obviously. Yeah. So, so, so I've been taught to leave them out because they could be their own top five. Okay, I, I get what you're saying. I get what you're saying. It's kind of like it's kind like heads and my friends. I'm just calling. Okay, so it's kind of like quarterbacks. It's like you can have a. Okay, okay, all right. I was, I was confused. I was, I was confused. No, okay. no. I'm glad you cleared it up because I'm just because I was sitting like, here hey. talking to you about with basketball. I will space out and just make assumptions in the conversation. So I'm glad. Okay. You- no, 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 I was, I was a little confused. Okay, but even if you took out centers, would I put Steph Curry top ten all time? I, I, don't, I don't know. It's an maybe, argument, ain't it? May I mean, but no, not really, because I still think. You know, that's, oh no, that, uh, hey, this is what we're here for, right? <laughs> I still think that's silly to take centers out, but okay. No, I agree. I think it's. So I'm with you. Like I'm like I blame my cousin Eddie. Blame my blame, blame my blame my boy Skirt. Whatever you I'll name drop them right now. Blame them for corrupting how I list off greatness when it comes to uh, especially guards. Because whenever, especially during the last decade or so, here I'll go off on the tangent fully. So in the last decade or so, whenever somebody was like the goats, Jordan, the goats, um, Jordan or, or LeBron, Jordan or LeBron, that weak, tired ass argument, right? And there's like Jordan's the goat because he has six. I'm like, how come Bill Russell's not the goat because he has ten? Well, that's different. It's a different era. 
Michael Jordan didn't play in a different era. Well, it's just now, when you say, now when you say centers, do you, you mean centers and power forwards or just centers? yeah, big men? If if you're both, you're both. You know. So you're. So I think you're, Chad. If we're, if we're going off on this greatness tangent, just for the clarity of people listening to my voice, I think Shaq is is the goat center, and Shaq's definitely in my top five. So no, all right. Well, if you're taking away centers and power forwards, you did damn. Then you just well, no, away. because it, it, it. See, this is why I don't like it though. But you've never heard this, so I think that I think that's no, I've never heard of that. Before. Good, I've never heard of good. that. Before. Good, good. And anybody that has ever told me that, I would have told him, like, what are you smoking? I don't want it because that's not good. That's not good stuff that you're smoking right now. Like well, that, it's called, about, The strain's called small ball, bro. No, but the thing is, there's only five positions on the court, and you literally just said, all right, take two of them away. And Okay, now so real quick, real quick. Jordan? Uh-huh. Overall, we're just going to speed through a top ten. No, no, all right. Well, even, even all right. I'm Jordan, trying, I'm trying to, let's get it out the way. Jordan? Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. Jordan, Shaq, uh, Kareem, mm-hmm. LeBron, mm-hmm. Magic, mm-hmm. Bird. Mm-hmm. You could say somebody. I'm waiting for you to join the conversation. No, no, I want to hear. For, you're the one that said top ten. I want to hear this. I, I want to hear your ten that you're putting Curry in. <laughs> that's that's why. That's why I want to hear. That's why I want to hear. Because honestly, even if you took out centers and power forwards. I still think that might no. be it. So right here is where I, I would go Kobe, mm-hmm. Tim Duncan. Mm-hmm. And then that's where the last two, I, I think I, that's where the Steph Curry's and Kevin Durant start creeping into this conversation. About. You're on nine, by the way. I know. That's why I said the last two spots. That's where this is up for debate. That's Steph Curry. That's just that's that's okay. not even five. So that's, that's nine. So so if I said KD nine, Steph Curry ten, you're gonna tell me no, no, I'm saying you were on nine. So I, I, okay, saying? but that, that's my that's where I wanted to get to. Because usually when we do the Hall of Fame conversation, it's like, oh hell no. And if if you if you know what I mean, like if you gotta think about it, they're not. And you took a moment. And you're like, oh, hell no. And I'm saying I'm at nine. And if I say KD and then Steph Curry, that's just just argue, argument's sake, that's my 10. So, no, no, you were at nine as in the next one you named would have been 10. So KD would have been 10. Oh, I miscounted. My bad. That's that's all I'm saying. Okay, so if Steph Curry's 11 and wins another Steph Curry's, 11. Steph Curry's not 11. Steph Curry, we're missing people. You're missing people. Ooh. But Steph Curry's not 11. So name somebody. That's what I wanted you to do. Okay, you said Jordan already. You said LeBron already. You said, and it's not in any order. I'm just saying, you yeah. said LeBron. You said MJ. You said LeBron. You said Magic. You said Bird. You said Kareem. Mm-hmm. You said Will. You said no. Shaq. I didn't say Will. I didn't say Will. You didn't say Will. I didn't say Will. Okay, well, you dropped a okay. hundred points on janitors, and you were seven foot tall. Congratulations. You got your ass busted by Bill Russell. Okay, Bill. I did say Bill. No, I'm saying you said Bill. Yeah. Okay. Uh, uh, yeah. Shit. I got to start over now. <laughs> so MJ. Great podcast. At least, you, at least you guys know we're actually doing this in real time. MJ, LeBron, Magic, Kobe, Shaq. Let's just get the five out the way that we know everybody's going to put somewhere. Kobe, Shaq. Yeah, here they are. Okay. We said Bird. So Bird. Uh, we got to go Kareem. Uh, uh, Tim Duncan, we said, right? Tim Duncan, that's seven. Bill Russell. Bill what? Russell, that's Bill Russell, that's Bill Russell. We didn't say Bill Russell. I thought you said Bill Russell. Mm-mm. We didn't say Bill Russell. He wasn't, no. Bill Russell. So that's nine. That's nine right there. Yeah. We still haven't said anything about the, uh, but you don't want Will. That's fine. We if we're doing him. a draft right now, you're taking Will Chamberlain over Steph Curry. Really? Well, I'm saying we still haven't said anything about the Carl Malones of the world. We still Fuck Carl Malone. He ain't no top. T- oh, hold, hold on. Just, just, just relax. The Kevin Durant of the world. We yeah, just- I said that. That's my whole point. You're going to say Kevin Durant, then you can say Steph Curry, and, and the list makes sense. All right, so I'm, I'll give Steph Curry. Because minutes. right now, my argument here, I said Bird to be political. Bird is I I do not I, no I'll take Steph Curry over over Larry Bird. It's 2021, y'all. I'm sorry. I got LeBron James. 
in that list. Like, if we're doing a, a draft right now, everybody's in their prime. Bird is a killer. So is the chef. Like, I like that's my only argument here is that no matter who you're going to argue with me, it's Steph fucking like just like Kevin Durant. It's Steph Curry. He's won. He's got the MVPs. He, oh, he's not a traditional point guard. I don't care. I just not, don't care. Yeah, that's not. That's stupid. No I don't doesn't. care. He's not like the, the, the crazy part about him is let me see if I can like he's averaged. 8.5 is his best year, and that was in 2013-2014 for assists. Mm-hmm. Everything else is around six, give or take. That's not great for a point guard. I, you know why I don't care? Look at his points and, and the percentage he's shooting at. That's ridiculous. Yeah, I mean, he's the greatest shooter of all time. That's not even a question. But I'm glad we did that because once you got to nine I, or ten, I, I like, will put, like, hold I'll, on, just think about no, this. I, I, I feel like we're still forgetting. I feel like I'm forgetting people. I'm feeling that's I'm my good. point, but that's my point. You, you're not forgetting people because you made sure to bring up Will Chamberlain. I want to point that out. That is, we should, for the context of a basketball greatness conversation. You know, I don't. I, I'm not going to put him top, top ten because the sport's grown. Like he's not Bill Russell. All the fucking LeBron haters that are going to really jaw about this, and, and, and oh, he's not the goat because he's not Jordan. Will Chamberlain ain't Bill Russell. Like Bill Russell can well, be. We, we didn't say Hakeem. We didn't say Oscar. We haven't said. I know I didn't say Oscar. I'm not, I no no disrespect. I know I didn't say the, the big O. Like the, all all due respect. Like Russell Westbrook is a better version of, of Oscar Robinson. And, and and is he is he top ten? All right. Yeah, based on based on the list I'm looking at right now, Steph Curry is easily top fifteen without a doubt. Top ten, yeah. No, not top ten. Okay, okay, because because you take Akeem over Steph Curry. I'm taking Kevin Durant over Steph Curry. That that's cool. That's like literally one of the greatest teams of all time. The only the only person that's popped into my head more than once just now, besides like the the big men we said. No, he, he's 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 Steph Curry is easily top fifteen and probably like top twelve. You're right. You're absolutely right about that. And if he wins this year and wins another MVP, he's top ten. Maybe. Just dead ass. Like, like, like the comparison to Kevin Durant isn't a slight to either. That's just proving how great they are because it's weird that we're in this era now that we're all kind of know LeBron's prime is over. Even that, no, that motherfucker is averaging like 30 right now, too. Like, it's it's Steph, like th- that's the storyline. And shout out to my boy Skirbs because he's, he actually used that ver- verbiage this week. He said, if, if the finals this year comes down to the Nets and the Warriors, that is NBA history writing itself. Mm-hmm. Because no matter what actually is the truth, it is the post-LeBron era defining itself immediately. Because you had Greek Freak who had to go through KD. With, and with a really depleted Warriors uh, dynasty. And now this year, there's no COVID, like like a type of season where you're just playing with the players and there's no fans. Fans are back. And and for all intents and purposes, the, a lot of teams that were good last year aren't that good right now. But the, so the fans are making a difference, whether it's in the depth perception or the audible, audible difference on the court, like d- different strokes for different folks, different factors affect different players. So – you know who's not been affected? Steph Curry and Kevin Durant. They're thriving. And it's thriving. amazing. Like, like I'm glad you took the – like, I'm happy that you said Kevin Durant and we didn't even talk about it because that's exactly where I was going to go. And I didn't want to be on an island with both with you. I didn't think I would be. But I didn't want to be on an island arguing both of them are top ten. You know what I mean? <laughs> like, because some people are like, oh, Kevin Durant's not top ten. He went to Golden State. And that Golden State team would run the, anybody off the court. Yeah, Kevin Durant. Matter of fact, the only reason why Kevin Durant is not considered top five is because he went to Golden State. And 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 my point to how great Steph Curry is, if you're going to diminish uh, certain critics, diminish KD's greatness for going to him, and 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 Clay Thompson, he's underrated. But that Golden State Warriors team is the greatest team ever. Like if my if your soul for eternity is on the line, and you had that Warriors team, they'll be like, all right, all right, I feel good. I have a, how many games we got? Seven. Oh, okay. All right. Oh, wait, is health a factor? No, injuries are off. All right. All right. Who's the coach? Just kidding. Don't care. That's exactly how you would do to God himself. You'd be like, 
So injuries don't – you're playing the Bulls. I don't care. I don't care. Yo, like just just whisper to the, to, to the big five <laughs> that somebody said something about somebody's mama because you don't already know Jordan's a sociopath and he's already mad about something that doesn't exist. But, but like, are you that worried? Like, I'm not. That team is great. And then part of it is because of the chef. The other part is because of KD. And we're in an era where we get to watch LeBron – in his twilight, we're all kind of just assuming he's waiting to play with his son on the Lakers, which in itself, okay, cool. That's like <laughs> that's just something nice to me. Like rest in peace, Kobe. Right? That's like like that's like Kobe just go, like there's a Disney movie in there somewhere with the ghost of Kobe. Like, and we're we got the Greek freak emerge as as a superstar in his own right. Do you are you're old enough to remember when there was critics of the NBA talking shit about there's no superstars after Jordan. And like 20 years later, look at what we all, all we got. The people that only compare everything to Jordan don't know what the fuck they're talking about. They're not actual NBA fans. They've been out of date for damn near 20 years. Like, like the last decade has passed them by because Steph Curry is not a new guy. Like this revolution been happened. Trey Young is a superstar. Like he shoots like Steph Curry, but he's dangerous in his own right. Like we're past this. I, I, so like I'm overstating like what you did with uh, Mahomes a couple of years ago, you called your shot. You're like, yo, this dude is going to be great. I don't care if I call him top five already or top 10 already. Right. Steph Curry got to like, if he ended today, this is a debate period, period. Like, and it's not ending Lord willing. It's not ending anytime soon because he, his best talent is the one you age gracefully into. So guess what? We, we If he's Tom Brady, we're still fucked for the foreseeable future. That's how good he is. And, and, and he's a good dude. By all, like you, you, you would know better than me. He's is what he is. Like he's a nice guy. He's he's Christian, got his family, sticks to himself, and he's just a good dude. Oh, all the reason why I don't think he's top 10, he's easily top 15. I think he's one of the greatest regular season players ever. I think his game, and it's not, and this isn't even his fault. I don't for people like, oh, he's not clutching. I don't, I don't even think it's that. I literally just think because he's so slight, and that's why I don't believe he could play in any era. Mm-hmm. I think with, because he's so slight and because the rules are different in the playoffs, he wears down easily in the playoffs. And the stuff that he does in the regular season, you can do in the regular season because it's the regular season. You can't do those things in the playoffs consistently. And we see that. And because they go far into the playoffs, it's not, it's not at all – you know, a coincidence that his numbers seem to get worse the farther they go into the the playoffs. We, again, I don't think that's not him not being clutch. I think because when you can put a body on him more and when you can get away with, you know, wearing his legs out. I, I say it all the time, the, the, the season when he had his unanimous MVP season, when he was shooting it from half court in the fourth quarter every game, I'm like, there's no way he would be able to do that in a like in, in the playoffs because you should not have the legs to do that. And so, and sure enough, he didn't play that well in the playoffs that year. So what I'm saying is that's the only reason why I don't have him top 10. He's easily top 15. He's probably the greatest regular season player ever. Um, well, his, postseason maybe, numbers, his postseason numbers, 26 and a half points uh, per game, 6.3 assists, 5.4 rebounds, 40, 40.1% from three-pointer, 45% from the field. Yeah. And, and, and by the way, and, and Chris Bouchard said this a long time ago, when you're somebody like that, you struggling in the playoffs means you're still a superstar. You're yeah. just not you're just you're, you're just not unstoppable. Like you, you I just want to say the numbers because when you once again, like I did with the top 10 thing, right? You're assuming everybody knows how good the numbers are when you say struggling. Like I remember what you're talking about in certain series when he's struggling. And it's like, he only has 20 points. And it's like, like, can you believe it? He's only eight for 15 right now. And it's like. Right, which is, which is why it's not like he's not clutch. Because it's not like he just disappears and only scores like eight points. No. I think a he lot goes of from, comes from. He the, goes from God tier to superstar. Immortal. Yeah, he looks immortal in some instances. But, he, yeah. but that's the weird part, right? I think so many people have the. Uh, the mixture of the Cavs loss on him and the Raptors win, right? Like they conflate that and put both of that on him. 
And I, and it, sometimes it's just unfair. Like they, the, the laziness that, that the generation had after LeBron and the decision and the Mavs loss, we don't really ever give credit to the team that beats the dynasty. It's always on the superstar. They lost that series against that team. Even though me and you can look back and go, that Raptors squad was not like a pushover squad, right? Yeah, but, but that's because it's basketball and it's not football, right? Like, so, you, you know, your Giants beating the, beating the Patriots, they had, a better, they had a better day, they had their number, they were good matchups, stuff like that. And then when you play one game, shit happens. In basketball, the better team usually wins nine out of ten times because in order to beat somebody four times, you got to find a way to, to, to beat them four times. Like, that's hard to do. So a lot of times when the dynasty does lose, it is more on the guy that should have gotten it done because they should have gotten it done. And so I, and for me, that Cavs loss isn't as big of a deal as he didn't play well against the Thunder. We forget about that. Game six, Clay saved that team or else the greatest team of all time, 73 and nine, wouldn't have even made it to the finals. So for me, that's when I look at Steph Curry. It's not just the final stuff. It's like I said, when they get further and further into the playoffs, usually around the conference finals, you start to see that slippage. And for me, the if you're going to be a GOAT, that's when your play should be upticking, not downticking. And that's and unfortunately, that has not been the case with him. We'll see. His career is not over. Like you said, he could be the Tom Brady. He's 33. He, he, yeah, he's 33, which is nothing. Well, how old was Ray Allen when he made that shot for the Heat? I have no idea. He was older, though. Older than 33. Yeah. And at the end of the day, like, Steph Curry could easily play another seven years. Like, the way – the way he might not be what he is now in seven years, but he'll still be a really good player who can hit the three. But the point of the matter is, you know, his his story is not – his story is not done writing. But like I said, more I think about he's easily top 15, so I'll give him that. For me to for me to put him in the top ten, he's gonna have to show me what he can do as the number one guy. Because I said this too, everybody can uh, kills Kevin Durant for going to that team, and I've killed him for that too. But I've also said let's not leave Golden State off the hook either. Let's not do that. Let's not get them off the hook either because they were the team that shimmied and was dancing and beat their chest every time they beat somebody. But every time they lost, it was excuses. It was, oh, that's not fair. This happened. Oh, that's not fair. That happened. And my thing was then run it back, pussies. That's Because that, that's what I was saying at the park, right? If we're, if we're playing at the park or at the YMCA and somebody loses and they're making all these excuses, like, all right, run it back. And they didn't run it back. They went and got KD and then said, let's go run it back. To me, they lost a lot of credibility in my eyes just for that. And people want to... And people hate KD for going to them. And I'm sitting there saying, well, why aren't any of us yelling at the Warriors for saying, why didn't, y- why didn't y'all just run it back? Y'all got rid of your worst player and replaced him with the best player on the planet. Hey, that's, that's what y'all want to do. Like, and, and, but, then, but then you want your credit for being one of the best teams ever. I'm like, uh, I don't like, – come on. That's why to me, I can't – just like, you know, everybody's saying, well, KD needs this ring. To me, Steph needs this ring just as much. So that's why I want I want a Nets. Steph, Steph needs this ring just as much, if not more, than Kevin Durant. I'm, 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 and that's I'm, why I want a Nets Warriors final, man, because that's NBA history writing itself. Yeah, yeah. Because as the undisputed leader of the team, the one ring you won, we all know the injuries help you win. And guess what? That's, you know, nobody's telling you to return the ring. No, that's your ring. But we haven't seen you guys really prove that y'all are that y'all that team. And even now, I'm not sweating it because I've seen this before. Like, hey, he's killing it. They're killing it. We'll see what happens in the playoffs. We'll see. Katie has two. Katie has two. Yeah, okay. I'm like, uh, in my head, I'm like, no. Because I'm trying to do the years in my own head. Because we're already on the third year, technically, of Kevin Durant on the Nets. Which has messed me up timeline-wise. Because the first year is wasn't there that's why right. i'm like why am i missing a year where, where is this going but uh before we get on to the nets just want to read off steph's highlights that he has right now at age 33 three-time nba champion 2015 2017 and 2018 two-time nba mvp in 2015 and 2016 seven-time all-star four-time all nba first team 2015 16 19 and 21 
two-time All-NBA second team, 14 and 17. All-NBA third team in 2018. Kind of seems like a slight now. You know what I mean? Like retrospectively hearing all those years, right? Two-time NBA scoring champion, 2016 and 2021. NBA steals leader in 2016. Made the 50-40-90 club in 2016. Two-time NBA three-point champion, 2015 and 2021. And then all-rookie first team, 2010. NBA Sportsmanship Award, don't know what that is, perhaps. And NBA 75th Anniversary Team. Mm-hmm. And then consensus All-American in 09. Consensus, consensus second team All-American in 08. NCAA season scoring leader in 09. Like, and then the, coll- the college accolades. Like, dude, he's already there. I don't need to – that's why I, I started this conversation off top. 10 like like that's what he is but top 15 we move on we're going to talk a little bit about kevin durant in a second because with the news that broke before we started recording today when we were recording the bullshit at work like literally you can see my reaction on the youtube of that video when it goes up Kyrie's coming back part-time and you heard me say that's not going to work chemistry, yada, yada, yada. Well, since I said that into this microphone, injuries and COVID. 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 That's really what this is about, COVID. Yep. And now this video is probably flagged. You're probably seeing some bullshit pop up about, we said COVID, so here's more information type of thing. I don't have much to say about it because it hasn't happened yet. The news literally just broke. Um, Would be lying if I'm Part of me is not just like, hell yeah, finally he's going to start playing. But it's so who fucking knows right now because of COVID. I hope a whole quarantine situation doesn't happen again. I like having fans in the stadium for all the sports I like. All selfish reasons. And also, two years, we all need to figure out how to live with this and, and keep society going. So it's one of these pods where we don't have anything to really talk about because it might not matter in 15 minutes. Well, I'd have something to say. Oh, I'm glad, God. I'm glad he's playing. Oh, yeah. We missed him. We missed him. Uh, I truly believe that this will be on a path for him coming back full time because, one, I think they'll see how hard this shit is to play with him part time. They're only doing it because they're so bad down on, on the roster right now. And they're competing for a championship. And Kevin Durant is balling right now. He's having the, to meet him. And, that, and, and literally, that's no disrespect to Steph. If KD wasn't doing what he was doing, I think Steph Curry would be having a unanimous MVP season. Kevin Durant is balling. KD's that, 29-7, 7. 7.9 rebo- uh, rebounds, and 5.9 assists. So pretty much 38-6. and six. Right. And, and KD's balling so well that it's like, yeah, Steph, I'm sorry. I got to give it to KD. But the point of the matter is they can't they can't waste what he's doing right now. You know what I mean? Like this is a team that is right now number one in the East, having their, their best start of a season, period. They have the as of this recording, they are 21 and 8, right? This is the best start of a 29 game start ever in Nets history. For yeah, I was like for the Nets, not Brooklyn, the Nets. Yeah, for the Nets, period. You can't waste this, especially when you have a talent like Kyrie Irving just sitting on the sidelines, right? So even if it is only on the road, that's still a lot a lot of games that he can help you win, right? So that's one thing. Two, with You're going to see him in the Nets jersey. Right. And that's, oh, sorry, and that's I was getting excited for you. And that's, and that's my biggest thing. Like, now that he's back even part-time, I feel like you might have a better chance of convincing him to come back full-time. If you're because if you're with the team again and you're having those bonding moments and you're doing all this stuff, because again, even as Kyle, like how are you gonna get in the rhythm? You know what I mean? Like, because it's different. It's not like it's like you might have like a two-week road trip one time, and that's great. Which by the way, I believe the Nets have already had their longest road trip of the season. I think that happened like a few weeks into the season. They have a nah. They had yeah, they have a they had a six or seven game road yeah, trip. Yeah, the circus road trip is always longer than that. I don't think, but I don't I don't know if they're having that this year with COVID and everything. I don't know if that's a thing. That's correct. I think it's I, oh my god, I didn't even think about it like that because I'm so used to it just being a thing like later in the season. 
Right. Like we go so, on like an eleven game road trip. It feels like they usually right. they, work in a Knicks game and a Philly game, just so it's like relatively close to home. Yeah, they they I believe their first ever real road trip. I think they said that's the longest one they're going to have the season, which was only six games. So you're not even going to have these big long road trips to kind of get a rhythm going. So you're going on the road doing your thing, then they're home for a couple of games, and then you're gone, and then they're on the road and and or back and forth, back and forth, back and forth, and it's like you. How do you get in a rhythm as a player like that? So I do think now that he's going to play part-time we don't know when this is going to start i do think you have a better chance of convincing him like hey man like you should probably just get the vaccine so we can all so you can just keep playing so i i really me personally i've said this on the pod before i just want to see him in that throwback jersey i think that's there his legacy. there's the truth everybody but no I'm, I'm serious i said this before i'll say it again to me that's his legacy that is his legacy whatever you could you can say whatever you want about Kyrie. Those jerseys are his legacy because him coming back and bringing Kevin Durant with him and him proclaiming his love for the Nets and him being a fan made that organization realize we cannot keep ignoring 35 years of history. We need to celebrate that. We need to embrace that. That is Kyrie Irving's legacy. And that was the biggest thing that was breaking my heart is like, damn, you're sitting out this season that they're finally full. And it's not just, and by the way, give props to the Nets. This isn't just a Jersey thing. They're not just doing this for show. Devin Harris has been on post game uh, uh, on. Yes. Uh, Kerry Kittles was on post game. At yes. They are bringing back New Jersey Nets players to be a part of this thing. They want to make sure this like, no, no, this isn't a Brooklyn thing anymore. This is a Nets thing. And that is Kyrie Irving's legacy. It started with Richard Jefferson and Richard Jefferson is amazing. But they have brought, they have ingratiated themselves with Nets players, both past and present, to make this thing a culture, to make this thing a family. Which I think, again, you see the Steelers Cup, you hear that all the time with the Steelers. It is a family. Those, it's like a college. Those guys come back all the time and teach the young guys. Our linebacker blitz is the same call that it has always been. So the linebackers always have something that they could have in common when. Uh, when they, I, I forgot what the call is. When they say the call, you know what that is. So it, whether it's TJ Watt or whether it's freaking Jack Ham, they know what that is. You know what I mean? Like that's a, that's how you build a culture. When you when you invite your history back, when you can share those those experiences, when you know where you come from, and then you can build a foundation for the future. And that's what they're building, and that's Kyrie's legacy. So for me, I really want to see him come back full-time because he needs to play on those home jerseys. He, do, he does on that floor with those jerseys. He needs to hit a game winner with that fucking jersey on one, just one time for the one time. Cause that, cause that's to me, that that's what needs to happen. I agree with you wholeheartedly. Um, but I have to bring it up because you're saying that's his legacy and we're talking about him coming back. The other rumors that were right early this week before this broke today what a hell, hell of a week, right? Um, there's now there's there there was the first rumbles really of the Nets trading Kyrie for Damian Lillard. I know we're the Brooklyn Nets, we're first in the East, the New York market, so gonna happen no matter what. But I just feel like the last seven days was the first time I was seeing it a lot more. Really, I didn't even I've never heard that. Well, I heard this. I heard this whole week to me has been positive. It was, it was. No, no, I'm not saying it's negative. I didn't say it was, I didn't say that. But as the Joe Harris leaks came out saying that the Nets were more open to moving Joe Harris, the, the, the symbiosis of uh, the fans and the media, the trades quickly turned into Kyrie and Joe Harris and something for Damian. Okay. okay. I, I mean, I heard last week it was, you know, once again, the, everybody keeps bringing up Kyrie for Ben Simmons. I'm like, bro, like, why? why? Yo, although I, I, yo, you will get blocked if you can send me that shit. That shit is the most. Like they even said that they even said that on freaking ESP. Like, like, like Greeny and Jalen Rose brought that up. I'm like, like, bro, guys, why? Fucking no. why? No, we have we have James Harden, and if y'all didn't watch last year, uh, mm-hmm. Kyrie playing off the ball with all you haters said couldn't happen worked perfectly. Like the backcourt, the Brooklyn backcourt was the show last year. I don't know what the hell 
like you, you think replacing the two guard, which is essentially Kyrie with Ben fucking Simmons is going to help the, the, the Brooklyn. I almost said New Jersey Nets is going to help the Brooklyn Nets. That was the first time in years. I almost said New Jersey Nets talking about. The we would have been back to the New Jersey Nets had they did that trade. No, I really, I really almost said about the fucking New Jersey Nets. That trade would have made no sense. But it's again, like to me, it just doesn't. Yeah, I've heard those rumors. Yeah, I think yeah, I've heard, we just heard appreciate it. on our pod, right? Went from talking about a lot of G League shit over the last couple of years. That me and you really just came on the last uh, this last episode, last this uh, this episode, right? Like, yeah, we never won. What you want to talk about? <laughs> like, like I really like Kevin Durant. Yeah, that's really cool. Like the the difference in how we approach our team since Kyrie has signed is his legacy, and I agree with you 100%. It's just funny, the people that want to ship him out and say the team doesn't like him. And it's like, for all the shit we gave Darren Williams for building a toxic locker room environment because he was the assistant GM, the Nets have been good. Like, the least amount of drama in our lifetimes when it actually comes to the locker room. Yeah, and, and honestly, I don't think those rumors to me were stupid. I don't think like them ever. They all understand, like, look, he doesn't feel comfortable taking the vaccine. There's a lot of us that don't feel comfortable taking the vaccine. It's his choice. Mm-hmm. Now, we all agree that, bruh, it is kind of a bad look that you're the one that brought them here and you're not willing to make that sacrifice like them. But, again, I think most people that have a heart would understand. Like, look, it, it, it's his choice. Um and like I said, I just want him to be out there because I think he does. He needs to be out there. But the point, the point of the matter is, I don't think I don't think it ever. Maybe, maybe to a point. Maybe at first, because you know, people have e- egos and feelings and stuff like that. But I don't think it ever got to a point where it fractured the locker room per se. No, I always I, thought bringing him back part time would hurt. And which is which again? Which which right? Which is why I agree with the fact that like yeah, let's not do that. You know what I mean? Like that doesn't make sense. Um, and then and even, fucking COVID. Yeah, and then even now, I don't think they would have done it, but I think the team realized, bro, we need bodies. And we have a body. Even if he's part-time, we have a body. And so I think that might help because it's like, hey, like we need you. You need us. Like, let's make it work. So, you know, it is what it is. I think I think the Nets are going to be fine. Uh, I'm excited to see him play. I'm, you know, obviously he's one of – He's he's a showstopper, man. He's a show. He's he's also on the NBA seventy-five team. They just you know deleted him, which I think was so corny and petty, just because he didn't want to take the vaccine. But I don't want to get political on this pod. Just know that that's whack if you're the NBA. But this is gonna be fun. I hope I hope James Harden can come off the of COVID protocol soon, so we can see the big three, even if it's on the road. Like this is gonna be fun. This is going to be fine. Like I said, I, I'm hoping, I'm hoping in all this, it's a, hey, hopefully this convinces Kai, like take the vaccine and play full time so we can see the Nets the way we deserve to see the Nets. Because like I said, this is a bittersweet year for a lot of Nets fans. It really is. So. Oh, dude, the, 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 my most annoying part of it is I haven't got to watch every single game because the whole yes network, I have to do it through a phone app because it's not on Hulu live, yada, yada, yada type of deal. And sometimes I'm just like, I don't feel like, hooking up everything because I'm working in, in, in the setup wouldn't work the right way. So that's my, that's the worst part of the net season now for me is that I'm not watching every game mm-hmm. because Kevin Durant's been amazing. Bad James Harden would, would have been a dream player just three years ago. And so like just context, because the fans that are saying trade Kyrie for Ben Simmons or trade James Harden for something uh, are idiots. And they're not real Nets fans. You guys are, are bandwagon fans, and you'll be gone. And realistically, to me, I feel like the only trade that would have made sense is a three-team trade between those three players. Like, right? You're not going to trade Kyrie for Ben Simmons, and there's no way Portland would want to give up Damian Lillard for Ben Simmons. So to me, if you were doing something like that, it would have been a three-team trade in which Damian Lillard was in Philly – uh, Kyrie was in Portland and Ben was in Brooklyn or something like that. But even then, like, if you're Brooklyn, I don't want Ben on the team. I don't, yeah, like, why would you again? Why would you do that trade? That just doesn't make sense. Or, or even if it was Damian Lillard in Brooklyn, Ben Simmons in Portland, and Kyrie in Philly, like, 
Why yeah, would man. I give that to Philly? Like, that's the craziest part about that trade because I've that's seen that guy too. It's like, why are you giving bet like Joel Embiid, Kyrie Irving, or Damian Lillard? Like, it wouldn't make sense. It wouldn't make sense. Like, I said all the time, that's like the Ravens and the Steelers. Like, so, for instance, the Ravens need running backs. We need offensive linemen. That's like the Ravens saying, hey, we'll give you our best offensive lineman for Najee Harris. Cool. We got better. We just gave them Najee Harris. I'm not doing that. <laughs> Like, I'm not. I am. I, I promise you. I'm not. Yo, the Ra- Ravens fans everywhere like just lick their lips. Like, if we had Najee Harris, <laughs> like, wait, there's a Ravens fan somewhere that has a Madden team that they have Najee Harris and like Derrick Henry on. <laughs> like that's your running backs. Like, I don't care if we like. Oh, our offensive line got better. Great, you just gave Najee Harris to the Ravens. No, like we're not doing that. Like that just doesn't make sense. There's a lot of dumb fucking basketball fans. Or 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 even a couple of years ago when Antonio Brown, well, the Ravens need a receiver, so and Antonio Brown's a headache, so just turn to the Raven for whoever. Right, because I'm gonna give the Ravens Antonio Brown. Yes. Yes, because watch because watch when he gets to Baltimore, he doesn't act like a fuck up and doesn't ruin them, and he's just winning Super Bowls with them. You see, you see the the, the fun the, the funniest part about this season, right? Hold on, let me pull up the standings so I can just see it plainly. But at the beginning of the season, that's uh, fans' hairs were on fire because we lost that first game to the Bucks. Oh my God, yada yada yada. They're getting better. We're not. Every other fucking you know trade everybody. It's over. All this bullshit, right? A couple of years ago, the same fucking uh, people were saying the. The Celtics were better off without Kyrie. The Celtics are treading water at 14 and 14 right now. The uh, the 76ers, 15 and 15 right now. And here we are, 21 and 8, best start ever with the champions behind us at 19 and 11. Like, we're good. And we're going to get better with if the big three play together. Like, this is our year. And the only team that seemed to be actually in the Nets way, if everyone's healthy even. Besides the Bucs, obviously, in the, in the conference, I mean, on the other side in, in the West, it, are the Warriors. And that's because of the guy we, we opened the pod with, Steph Curry. Like, I, everybody knows that. Also being, announced Clay Thompson's coming back, I think, next month, too. So, beast. Beast. And, and I want to say, like, shout out to the Suns, too. They're 23 and 5. Like, I'm no disrespect. Like, they're, they're serious, but we're going to see if they're more like the Jazz kind of. Not, a, not as big of a threat when it comes to the playoffs. That seems to be the Jazz the last couple of years. The Lakers well, are still. I mean, the yeah. Suns made it to the made it to the finals last year, so we'll give them credit. Uh, I would be afraid if we face the Suns in in the in the. Suns are hungry, man. Very hungry, and they got and you know they got talent. Yeah, it's gonna be interesting. I'm just glad we're gonna see Kyrie at least in a part time position for now. Hopefully, it's full time. I'm I'm actually excited to see Clay come back because. It's been a long stretch for Clay. So, oh my God, I'm, I, I want everybody back. The NBA, the NBA has really learned the art of dominating headlines all year round. And right when we, and this is usually when we get to like the first dog days of the NBA, right? Because it's like that January to February mark is kind of dog days, and you have the, you have All Star and everything. You rejuvenate yourself, and then February, March, April. So now that we're getting to the dog, the first dog days, oh, okay, Kyrie coming back, Clay's coming back. So now we're interested. Like, they just know how to continue to, to stay relevant. Well, man. it's funny because a lot of fans don't really check in, like, emotionally until Christmas. Right. Like, they've been watching the games, but no one's worried about nothing. Like, this is the first week or two I've been starting to hear real worry among my Knicks fans' friends about where they're at, right? And then, mind you, they're 13 and 16. They're far from the, you know, trash that they've grown accustomed to over the last 20 years. So, mm-hmm. and, I'm, and I'm saying that I, as I believe in Thibs and they can improve and be a playoff team. Maybe they're not a four seed, but I do. G- gentlemen's bet. We'll, 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 bet a, uh, we'll bet some junk food or something on, because uh, Brett doesn't drink like that. We'll bet, we'll bet some junk food the Knicks make the playoffs. Oh, make the play. Okay. Well, when we say, we, oh, yeah, are we talking play in or top eight? Play into the seven seed somewhere, depending, because, you know, I don't know how that shit's going to shake out with COVID injuries. And because right now, like, are the Knicks really that not like they're not the Wizards? Like, the, the, the Sixers and the Hawks are the only ones that I'm like, we lost a lot of games lately. 
lost a lot of games lately, and and right wow. above them, right literally, right above them. In order. Where are they ranked right now? Where are they right now? They're twelve. Mm. Okay, they're thirteen and sixteen, and as of this recording, the six. Right, I'll make. I'll make it. I will make a gentleman's bet with you that they will not be a top eight seed. Okay. If they make the plan as the temp seed, great for them. I will make a gentleman's bet with you that they are not a top eight seed. Which means that any other year besides last year, they would not have made the playoffs. All right. So if they make the playoffs, which I'll make you do, uh, you got to spend a good two minutes, solid two minutes, completely praising the Knicks. Sure. That, okay. I'm going to say bing bong for two minutes. Or we'll be good. That'll be fucking gold if you do. So I'm down. <laughs> So fucking Let's talk radio gold here. <laughs> My you can find me and never forget me N E V A underscore. Hey, what do I gotta do? What do I gotta do if they don't make the playoffs? Oof. Oh damn! Uh, if they don't make the playoffs, I mean, Freudian oh, slip. Here you go. Freudian. Here you go. Here you go. You guys spend two minutes praising Indiana. The whole state? No, the Pacers. Oh, okay. And Reggie Miller. Okay, good. Fuck the Colts. I got this. Okay, you got this. All right. You can find me in Little for Brett Me, N-E-V-A. This is all timestamp. We got this all together. <laughs> underscore the number four, B-R-E-T-T underscore M-E on Instagram and Twitter. Can't wait to hear Brett talk about the Becca and the Knickerbockers for two straight minutes just praising them. Even if he's just saying bing bong over and over again. I can't wait for that. Find me at Not the Chuck D on all the socials. At the underscore dope blog on Instagram, at the dope blog on Twitter, all one word, www.thedope.blog. This is Nets propaganda. And I'm genuinely happy that this is the second episode. We're still in, at the number one seed. So count your blessings, y'all. If they get top eight, it's probably because of injuries. But cool. whatever. But yeah, they're not going to be a top eight seed. I don't see it. Bing bong. I'm ill. I'm ill. Sicker than your average. I'm ill. I'm ill. Sicker than your average. What the fuck I'm ill. What the fuck I'm ill. Sicker than your average. What the fuck I'm ill. What the fuck I'm ill. Sicker than your average.